to my podcast so we got some uh interesting way to do things right now because i am live on facebook twitter and linkedin and i have a beautiful guest and i'm adding her right now hi lady rocket how are you doing uh, hello emma buongiorno from los angeles california and hello to poland we'll be addressing today Good, good. So where are you today? Uh, just like we agreed, uh, we decided to uh, invite our viewers, our guests to a unique, meaningful and relevant location that emphasizes our subject. So yes. today, since we'll be addressing Ukraine and the most important partner in all this war, in addition to the United States, Poland, I am inviting you to beautiful Calabasas, Los Angeles, to a place that is not very well known, but is so significant and important because it's a memorial uh, and it's called Veterans Garden and commemorates Department of the Army, Department of the Navy, Department of the Marine Corps who are engaged also in a war in Ukraine. And of course, Department of the Air Force. And as a lady rocket, this is a particularly important uh, uh, department to me, in addition to the US Space Force, of course. Absolutely. And of course, United States Coast Guard, Coast Guard. So this is to symbolically emphasize that uh, today's very sad anniversary of uh, the Russian attack on Ukraine, which happened in February yep. uh, uh, 24th, engaged all of us, mm -hmm. regardless where you are, regardless who you are, this heroic fight for the freedom of incredible country, Ukraine, which used to be one country with Poland for over 600 years, is really the the situation that changes the destination of humanity, but also gives us an opportunity to rise above our everyday business and give a thought to our particular part that we might want to take in this heroic fight for our freedom, because Ukrainians are shedding blood for the freedom that we also uh, are part of. And this is why United States and our military forces are so engaged in it. Now, on the lighter note, just to bring some entertainment, uh, so we are not always um, uh, as serious as the situations call for, Calabasas is um, my neighborhood, and it is a place where a lot of celebrities and TV stars live. Mm -hmm. it's a, it's like a little Monte Carlo of Los Angeles. It's I will take you for a little walk around this particular area, which represents also Calabasas City Hall. But just to name drop, Will Smith, uh, Kanye West used to live here when he lived with uh, when he was uh, married to Kardashians, mm -hmm. um, and of course Kobe Bryant. Yes. we miss dearly so this mm -hmm. is where i'm inviting you and our viewers to be with us today and yes. 
I have a fashion show for you. Oh, that is relevant to the subject. And okay. let me let me start now. So here I am turning around. Can you see my? Oh my goodness! Yes. Oh, this is beautiful. This is President Zelensky. Wow. This is a jacket that was specially designed for me by a Polish very famous designer, uh, Sebran, who lives about 15 miles from the Ukrainian border. Wow. And about 20 miles from the place where my son, Grand Blaisdell, uh, Angelino, but through the circumstances of the history and personal life, he is in in Zamość. And when I was on my way to Ukraine, of course, I stopped in Zamość, which is one of the most beautiful cities on the planet Earth. Uh, and uh, I was able to collaborate with Sagan to design this jacket for me in time for my trip to Ukraine. It's beautiful. Yes, because, uh, you know, as a lady racket, I believe that we need to express our attitude, our identity, our mission every way we can. Thus, I frequently wear things that send the message that I am particularly passionate about. And I have two more things that I am going to switch and wear, which are relevant to the subject of nice. Ukrainian war and Poland. I can't wait. I can't wait because those are beautiful design clothes that you have. And it's such a beautiful, beautiful. And I love your uh, scarf uh, representing the U.S. Uh, flag. Uh, it's beautiful. And it's, it is a sad day today. It's, uh, it's a sad day because um, when Russia uh, invaded uh, Ukraine, Basically, they declare war on freedom for everybody else's because it's impacting not only Ukraine, Europe, but the rest of the world as well. And that's something people need to realize. Yes. Some people don't realize, like um, a lot of is the wheat uh, that is cultivated in Ukraine and feed a portion of the world, which people don't realize that, but it's our freedom at stake. So... I'm very yes. happy that uh, everybody is lining up behind Ukraine and helping them to fight. Absolutely. And you, uh, with your Italian roots, Italian background, you also have a particular sens sensitivity to the uh, quest of fighting for the freedom and a quest of defeating uh, the enemies uh, Ma that we did during the World War II. Uh, the it's... reason that I suggest that, that we focus today on Poland is because Poland, uh, together with the United States, are the most engaged countries directly in dedicating military resources, dedicating its military intelligence uh, forces to the frontlining of support for Ukraine. And what I wanted to share with you, Emma, and, and our listeners and viewers is the fact that Poland is a quiet hero of this war because just like a very cool Silicon Valley billionaire and entrepreneur said, the founder of, uh, of Oculus, who now launched a military company, so he is paying particular attention, a mm -hmm. uh, military company using special cyber technology to mm -hmm enhance military capabilities of contemporary forces. 
he said that no one realizes that Poland is risking peril oh, yeah. on a daily basis because, God mm -hmm. forbid, this war expands. Poland is the first one to step in with its military forces, which, by the way, are becoming the largest military forces in Europe, and then also risking a well-being of its already heroic uh, citizens. I want to share with you something that um, some of us might be aware or not, but Polish society, Polish people, people like you and I, took under the roofs three million of Ukrainian women and children. This number varies. So at the, uh, I think on average right now it's about two million, but there was the time there was a three million and it, they never stayed in a, a refugee camps. They always found a place under the roofs of Polish families who then stepped in with their personal financial means to help them. Yes. Poland is not getting any financial support from Euro Europe, EU, or from the United States for a particular help with that part of the war. So this is also to recognize incredible Polish families, because it's mostly families who, who adopted Ukrainian women and children. Why women and children only? Because men stayed behind to yes. fight. And then something that I can share with you personally is because I met and have an honor of knowing Polish volunteers from Zamość and Piotrków Lubelski who weekly get into the private the truck like and vans and deliver supplies to Ukrainian villages, to the front lines, to Lviv. I participated in, in the trip and they organized special trip for me to see how it happens. There is their life. And there are hundreds, if not thousands of quiet volunteers who deliver food supplies, medicine, outside of the traditional organization of the Red Cross and other big international organizations. And also, also, I want to point out something because I'm an animal lover. So I'm going to say this as well. A lot in a lot of the wars, people had to leave their animals behind. Yes. And um, Poland, I believe, was the first one to open their uh, borders for animals as well, which brought Bravo. me to tears because I can say a lot of people left behind because they did not want it to be live, leaving their animals behind. And to yes. me, opening the um, the border for the animals made a huge difference as well. I got goosebumps because I'm going to cry in a minute, but we're not going to cry. But I would not. I said, I have animals here. I will never let them behind. I would rather stay behind, fight, than leave them behind. And I know there is volunteers in Ukraine who are gathering animals and trying to give them um, basically food and care while yeah. it's going on. So I want to also, you know, thank Poland for that because it's the first country open their borders yes. for animals as well, which makes a huge difference as well. Yes, that's, that's a very important point. And so many of us are very sensitive to it. And my Zamosh and uh, Tomasz uh, 
Tomasz Lubelski team uh, delivers also food supply. And when I was collaborating with a team that was traveling all the way from Warsaw to Ukraine, they had a particular fundraiser for the f- food supply for the animals, which are, at that time, it was the beginning of the war. So they yeah. were waiting for hours or days on the border, trying mm-hmm. to cross the border. And there's yeah. a symbolic image of Ukrainian uh, uh, family crossing border to Poland to be safe, to be embraced, to be loved, to be supported. And the typical picture is a young woman with two young children holding them by hands and then on her chest, a backpack with a cat. Yeah. It brings tears to my eyes. And there was also a very famous picture of a young woman carrying on her back old very big dog. So this is, those are some of the tragedies of this war, in addition, of course, to children. And this children, is why my yeah. foundation is putting together and, uh, and attracted volunteers to organize a program, especially for children in Lviv Hospital, and also certain schools, to talk to them since my foundation, Lady Rocket Space, is maintaining connectivity to space, we are using some of our programs to reorganize it, to bring to children because space uplifts. Space, uh, and this is one of the reasons that I'm Lady Rocket, because space is a reference to challenge us humans to be good on Earth before we go in space. Because there's an incredible need for uplifting Ukrainian children's psyche. There's a tragedy of the trauma. But anyway, going back to Poland. Poland has a history through the centuries of being a brave, invincible country, standing up always for the freedom of our country and others. Polish Mm -hmm. constitution was the second democratic constitution created by the humanity only two years after the American constitution. We were the only country, and I'm saying we because I am a proud American, but Mm -hmm. I was born in Warsaw, Poland. And I am very proud uh, uh, Polish uh, forever. Uh, Poland was the first and the only country for the period of time to stand up to Hitler's aggression in 1939, and we paid a tragic price for it, but we stood up for freedom. A date that I want to share with you, 1920, Warsaw Battle, Polish army consisting of 20,000 soldiers successfully defeated 120,000 Bolshevik Soviet army that was doing exactly what Putin wants to do here and now, invade the country. At that time, Poland was their choice to invade the rest of the Europe. Poland stopped invasion of Soviets, totally destroyed the Soviet army. They had to retrieve. And now Polish uh, military, the Polish Ministry of Defense, is doing spectacular job uh, reinventing the entire military strategy and acquiring significant amount of tanks, weapons, airplanes from 
from the United States and most recently also from Korea because Korean tanks would be easier to technically support in Poland. Uh, and we are talking about numbers like 300, 500 in order to be ready to fight for our freedom together with the United States of America. It's, it's wonderful. Uh, to me, it's very powerful because when that started to happen, the fear I had since the Berlin walls actually was to have Russia coming over to Europe. That was my fear. When the Berlin wall went down, the only thing I got is I need to get out of Europe because guess what? They're coming. And if those people are coming, then we got a problem. Yes. And when I was in Poland, and it was in May, so I'm just sharing with you uh, the story that, that just happened. I wanted to share with our audience some of my personal experiences, because uh, most yes. of you can read uh, a lot of information from traditional media yes. online or others. But let me share, you, share with you what I am doing, what's happening, and my, my quest as an American with American and Polish heart, with a deep experience in using technology and creating new infrastructure. Because in 1990s, when Poland regained freedom, I was invited by President Bawensa, at that time first president of Poland, a very famous president, uh, to return to, to Poland to help him build new democratic Poland by bringing my technology financial and business and social acumen and uh, i uh, i made the decision to leave everything here in the, in the in the united states and i took also my son grant who is now in poland he's you know he was born in california he's an american as uh, as pure as uh, as we make them but uh, i took him with me in poland in 1990s and this is why grant speaks fluent Polish, and this is why also he is particularly, I would say, effective in operating our American space company, still from Poland, using, and listen to it, Ukrainian experts in blockchain and technology, because Ukraine is a powerhouse when it comes to newest technologies like blockchain. So going back to my personal experiences, this is not my first effort to do something uh, for the United States and for Poland and now for Ukraine. Ultimately, I created the largest logistical distribution and technology platform in Poland and Central Europe, which consisted not only from the ability to, to deliver the newest technology computers, I became a general man manager and president of Compaq Poland, Ukraine, partial Russia, Belarus, etc. And I formed the largest financial and distribution ecosystem together with my American company and with the support of American presidents, as a matter of fact, because they recognize that my unique Polish background, but American experience and acumen from, from Silicon Valley, from Los Angeles, positioned me to be a, a point person to build something that has not been done before. And with that in mind, when I traveled to Poland in May and I stayed in Zamosh, I immediately zoomed on very interesting dynamics. Zamosh is the place where the 82nd 
airborne division resides right now, partially there's part of it in another part of Poland, taking advantage of spectacularly strategically important location of Zamość in a straight line very near Lviv. So via air connection, you can very quickly deploy in Ukraine, but you also can deploy from Ukraine to Zamość. Uh, I have met with the governor of the particular area and local leadership in order to discuss adoption of the Zamość airport for a possibility of using it as a private, semi-private, semi-government logistical place to deliver wounded people, either from Lviv Hospital, which is the largest hospital in, in Ukraine, or other locations uh, for the treatment, or God forbid, when there's escalation of war, Poland needs to have more hospitals. And here is a personal note, and this is why I wanted to speak about Ukraine today, very personal. My grandson and son of Grant, Odysseus, was born in Zamość on February 24th, the first day of war. And my, and I am sure a lot of you can relate to, to it, my deepest fear as war started and Zamość is next to the border, was safety of my immediate family and safety of my just born grandson. And and this also motivated me when I traveled in May. He was born on February 24th, uh, which is, I can never count five or six months from now. I can never count that. But anyway, he was, so someone needs to help me. Is it five months or six months? Uh, what is it? Five months. Five months. Thank five you. months. It's five months. So, so he was born the first day of Ukraine, uh, Russian invasion of Ukraine. And when I visited and saw him for the first time in May, I also used my American entrepreneurship and something that we have here as a, such a strength of our country, which means can-do attitude and ability to take responsibility against all odds for something that we could, we could help. And because my grandson was also ill and there is not enough children medical infrastructure, I started to collaborate with famous Professor Adam Jelonek in Warsaw to see if we could create a hospital in Zamość that would focus on children because there is no children hospital, but also become an outpost and a backup for Lviv Hospital in Ukraine. Nice. And, uh, and I am meeting next week with a congressman, so I'm, I am putting his name out here to you because we have to put our politicians to work because we elect them to work for us, constituency. And Brett Sherman, a congressman here from Los Angeles, from my district, is also on Ukrainian caucuses in our American Congress. Okay. So I will be asking him for involvement and support. The airport could be utilized, Zamosh Airport, for a fantastic private uh, emergency delivery via helicopter. So I'm already exploring relationship with Robinson and Lockheed Martin Sikorsky hel helicopters. Um, uh, of course, I am at the stage of understanding how challenging and what is possible, but I am sharing it because look into your life and see what it is that you can do in order to participate and fight for the freedom. 
So Poland is a huge logistical, uh, emotional, military, cultural, because our cultural experts are in Ukraine trying to find a way to support and protect Ukraine monuments and architecture, digitize it. So we get forbid they are destroyed. We yes. can recreate them. Because they have been targeting uh, museum, universities, they don't care. They're killing for killing. And um, you, you know, um, Poland has experienced that and uh, we don't want these to continue to happen. And I am so glad that um, Poland has reacted and a lot of uh, countries in Europe have done the same thing. I love the fact, because at the beginning I was angry, to be honest with you, uh, when I did not saw anybody coming in and helping them, but they were working in the back as well to block uh, financially everybody else's uh especially they targeted the top uh people in russia who are billionaires in that political game and they started to really do damages this way they blocked actually by doing this they sent a warning to china and others if they were moving or providing anything then they will happen to them as well but we need more help because this is third world war people i'm sorry to say the word but this is third world war it's a different way we're doing the war poland you guys my my grandparents i'm a child um a grandchild of war and my grandparents were fighters and part of the resistance my uncle got shot in italy like a dog because he was against mussolini so when we are you know we have it in our bloods and I feel that uh, we need to continue to provide the support because, like you said at the beginning, and I totally agree with you, if Ukraine fail, which will never happen because the people in Ukraine are unbelievable, then they will go everywhere. And we need to stop this madness. This is a madman that has lost his lo uh, sense of touch because allegedly he said it, that Ukraine were not basically human people or whatever in his own madness. They are wonderful people. This is a beautiful culture. And there is no reason to have attacked a peaceful country who has done miracles. And I am so happy that the president did not flow out of the country, but stayed in to yes. show his support. He's, I'm, I believe, an absolutely wonderful man, and I do respect him a lot. Yes, it's, so a, it's follow, a beautiful jacket. Yes, so follow him on Twitter because he is a heroic man. Yes, and when the war started uh, here in Los Angeles, uh, film industry is still our our key key activity. We had Oscars. We had Oscars. But I very quickly, through my Polish-Ukrainian friend Anastasia, filmmaker, who with her hus Polish husband Gido is in Poland, she organized uh, for me and with me connectivity to famous uh, Ukrainian filmmakers and Polish filmmakers to together record a message to Oscars community, to the Oscars Academy. And as a matter of fact, I was recording it here because I wanted to play it and deliver it to the celebratory Oscars and film community to remind them that we have a responsibility to support um, our brothers and sisters, filmmakers, who now 
became soldiers. And I am so happy that we have this this uh, podcast and uh, that we are on LinkedIn and Twitter because we are putting together with Emma a very special uh, follow-up uh, podcast where I will be inviting uh, Ukrainian filmmakers that I have collaborated with, including those from Lviv that I visited, Beautiful. to come and share with you the authenticity authenticity what hap happens there because uh, one of the things that I discussed with Emma is that we will keep this podcast and being with you based on the private authentic experiences because you can yes. recycle news from newspapers or you know talking heads who yes. are recycling the news and God bless them but I want to talk to you about personal experiences and what's happening and on this note, and going back to what you were sharing, when I was in Lviv, I visited key historical places. And I will repost on my Facebook and on my LinkedIn pictures of beautiful monuments, including mm -hmm. my favorite, Adam Mickiewicz, who is famous Polish patriot and poet, surrounded by, by special protection and special iron casting just in case of bomb attack. And I have sent a communication to President Biden with a request to declare that should Putin bomb Lviv, which is a historical city, special mm -hmm. sanctions should be induced because Absolutely. Because destroying architecture of Lviv is like destroying architecture of Warsaw, which was destroyed, Paris. Yeah. And Lviv is a Polish-Ukrainian city. Lviv mm -hmm. is where my family is from originally, because it was thriving, beautiful Paris of the East, till we lost Lviv to Soviets who gobbled up Ukraine and uh, and gobbled up part of Poland based on historically unjust decision of Yalta, where Stalin was able to manipulate Roosevelt yeah. to give Soviets freedom of Poland and Ukraine. And this is also why we cannot let it happen again. Agree. Totally agree. And we have... Um... I am so I'm so blessed and they have such a great president that is leading the forces and doing what he can and he's continue his uh, fight, which is a fight for everybody. Oh my goodness. Oh, this is yeah, gorgeous. I am back. Oh my I'm goodness. Back. This is a lady racket custom made jacket. The reason yes. that I am showing it to you is to bring Poland to you closer in many ways. It was designed by a young Polish designer whom I sponsor, uh, Mariko. Mariko designed Poland. That is beautiful. Oh my goodness. Is it hand painted? It's, it's a hand painted. Oh my God, this is it's gorgeous. It's a hand painted and it has, as you can see, my rockets. My rackets are pink yes. because my racket uh, is yes. pink. And we'll be negotiating with Elon Musk to paint his SpaceX pink for me. Nice. And, but uh, what's on the back is something that I strongly believe in, which is let's be better on Earth before we land on Mars. Oh, 
My goodness, yes. And I can see that. Yes, absolutely. But this we is have, to, we to have to be better. We yes. have to be better. You, that's right. But this is also to bring uh, to you to to our viewers Poland from the standpoint of being fashionable trendsetter uh, the the centerpiece of incredible culture and uh, I encourage you to visit Poland it's it's fabulous uh, I have to tell you restaurants are better than what we have here in uh, in Los Angeles seriously museum art galleries fashion is absolutely amazing but most importantly, Poland now commands uh, second to Great Britain, but I think we are overcoming Great Britain in the size of the military forces. And Polish government, under the leadership of, of its prime uh, minister, Morawiecki and minister of defense, is doing absolutely outstanding job recalibrating the economy. Yeah. Uh, and readiness of Polish army, air force to fight. And on the personal note, one of the reasons that I am committed to do what I can is because my father, Professor Dr. Tadeusz Gajewski, was also a president of Polish Air Force Academy. And when I was young, he always told me when we were under the control of, of bloody Soviet Union, he said, listen, Evunia, Evunia is Eva in a loving way in Polish language. So he said, listen, Evunia, I know that one day we are going to have American pilots training with Polish pilots as a, as a military partnership. And he was telling, uh, sharing it with me in 1960s, 70s, which it was impossible. But guess what? This is what's happening. It's happening American today. pilots, the largest concentration of American pilots right now, I believe, is in Poland. And Polish uh, pilots are training on F-15s and other newest American jets. So it's happening. And we need this. We really need the help of everybody to stand behind Poland to help Ukraine standing behind Ukraine. And I know he's never going to win. He's failing. He can try anything he wants. He's failing. He's never going to take over Ukraine and he's not going to take any other country. Even, even Belarus right now, which is surprising, a lot of those soldiers refuse to go to war. They sabotage everything they could to do not do it. So yeah. that's telling you something right there. And people are behind Ukraine. And Poland has such a rich history that we should learn from Europe a lot. And a lot of people here in the US should learn from the history because we don't want this to continue to repeat. We are done with this. That needs to stop. They, they did not ask anything. Ukraine never did anything, anything wrong with Russia. It's just a madman. Yes. And uh, again, I would like to increase visibility of importance of Poland. Yes. In the eyes of especially American society, because uh, American media are doing a touch points on, on showing the significance of Poland as the most reliable military, political, democratic partner mm -hmm. of the United States who can be counted on 
unwavering, pursuing the same geopolitical uh, strategy that represents strategy of, of the United States. And you can, we Americans can rely on Poland. It's not going to waver. And here comes a very important announcement that I want to make, and I'm happy to do it here with you. And I want to hopefully create some interest in, in our viewers. But one of the reasons that I am pursuing and being engaged directly is because I strongly believe the geopolitical strategy developed in 1920s by, uh, by Piłsudski, who was the, the, the military and, and uh, uh, political leader of Poland in 1920s, who defeated Soviets, was a creation of intermarium, intermarium. It means between seas, between oceans. It was the strategy to unite and center around Poland as the largest country, countries like Poland, Czech, Slovakia, Romania, uh, Bulgaria, uh, Croatia, uh, the countries in Lithuania, Latvia, Estonia, the countries that fit between Baltic Sea, Adriatic Sea and the Black Sea in a unity similar to what was created during the, the European Union, however, distinctly focused on developing economy and military power to protect itself from the attacks of Russia. Yes. And that's, that's I think, the time has come. Uh, so I will be reaching to Hoover Institute here at Stanford, who already did some work around it, and also Polish government to bring this subject uh, to the forefront. Absolutely, absolutely. And, uh, you know, we have all learned from history and I do know Poland uh, will always stand up like Ukraine and they do not want this to go any further like everybody else is. They don't. And they Poland, don't. yes, and going back to the shared history, uh, Poland and Italy fought together uh, during the Second World War, and there was uh, this, uh, there is this famous mountain, Monte Cassino, and uh, the army, Polish un army, under the leadership of General Anders, after several attempts by uh, British, uh, French, and other joint forces, no one could conquer the Monte Cassino, and this was where Germans had its its main attack uh, resources. Polish soldiers won Monte Cassino and in a heroic battle that was demonstrating its courage and not in a few months afterwards in Warsaw, Warsaw uprising, fighting against approaching Soviets against Germans who were occupying Warsaw. During the one month, we lost 200,000 people were fighting to protect Warsaw from Soviet's hands and against Russians, young poets, actors, filmmakers, beautiful students, because it was mostly organized to the young people. This is what Poland can do to fight for the freedom. And this is why Poland needs to be recognized as a paramount partner of the United States, as all of us, regardless of who you are, who is standing by standing by 
to make a necessary sacrifice to protect our freedom and fight against Russia. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's so powerful. Such a beautiful message. And like we t you talk at the beginning, we're going to do this on Sundays morning, every Sunday, as long as it takes until, until we got peace, until we've got uh, a note and saying we're not at war anymore. Oh my goodness. Okay. This is the one I was waiting for. So <laughs> just to let you know, this is a beautiful sweater made of hemp and it is gorgeous. Beautiful. It is absolutely beautiful. So this is something that I think uh, Gucci wouldn't, uh, would love to have and some other good Italian brands, but the reasons that I am uh, changing it, and thanks Emma for your commentary, is because as a lead racket, uh, one of my passion and Copernic space as our economic platform is also to use resources, technology and economy of space to save planet Earth, meaning climate change. And if there is a one a natural plant that can make an incredible difference for the climate change, it is hemp. And Ukraine is a very large producer of hemp, so is Poland. This sweater was made again by Mariko Design, handmade, based on wool made out of hemp in Poland. So this is something made in Poland for all of us from incredible resource called hemp or konopia in Polish, grows in Ukraine, grows in Poland, is still discriminated against here in the United States. And this is why I am using fashion and my presence at the Los Angeles parties, events, etc., to speak through fashion and through the example that a fashion industry needs to adopt hemp and Absolutely. Ukraine and Poland can provide incredible supply of this priceless military resource. Hemp is identified as a military strategic economic resource, but it's not being acted upon as such. And that's why, why your mission is to start to change that so we can utilize hemp. And one I can sweater save at the time, one sweater at the time, yes. one bracket party at the time. Absolutely. But this is, you know, this is what I want to share with you and the viewers. One step at a time, wearing the t-shirt, wearing the jacket, taking a little action, look into your life, reading about Polish history. Remember, Madame Curie is, is Polish. Yes. Uh, uh, look at our beautiful art and history. This is going to make us more beautiful people that we are. Absolutely. Do you have a last word for our uh, broadcast today? Uh, first of all, I want to uh, thank uh, thank you for for putting it uh, for creating this uh, beautiful vessel of communication across so many platforms. Uh, oh, you're welcome. A pleasure to to discuss it with you. Secondly, uh, please uh, follow us. Uh, follow me on Twitter, Lady Rocket Space Eva Blaisdell, because daily I will be posting really authentic updates uh, follow copernic space c o p e r n i c space s p a c e dot com uh, because not only we are creating economic platform for space meaning we are organizing mm -hmm. limitless financial 
potential of a space economy here on Earth, but also we just opened uh, Spaceables, which means on Copenhagen Space Platform, you can mint your own NFT that might be relevant to space, but everything is relevant to space that could give you also an opportunity to do what I am doing, which is using NFTs to create passionate fundraising also for Ukraine. I will mention Vicky, a young student from Poland, 12 years old, who designed for me a first NFT designed by a Polish student to fundraise for Ukrainian students present in Poland. Uh, and I would say connect with your local representatives if you are in the United States via Twitter or just send them the email, say support Poland and Ukraine in the fight for the freedom, because this is so important to keep American Congress engaged. And uh, look for us all over the media as we are going to evolve this program. And the next week we will do our best to have our my actual friends from Ukraine present here who fight, who are doctors, who are filmmakers. And oh, last but not least, check with my Facebook under Eva Blaisdell. I will post a address and the bank account of the organization that I support in Tomaszów Lubelski, who takes deliveries of the goods and then delivers it to Ukraine. And and especially my friend Vitali, who is a Ukrainian speaking fluent Polish, whose son was just born in Ukraine, who is personally championing delivery of those goods to the front lines. That's wonderful. And we'll be back tomorrow as well here, same time, because we got something exciting to talk about, which is the LANFT, where you are a speaker and you're going to be at the conference. So we're going to be talking about it tomorrow, but we're going to do this for Ukraine on every Sunday. And we're going to have more to come with Lady Rocket because this is just the beginning of our um, series on Lady Rocket yes. universe. And I want to thank, uh, of course, our U.S. military leadership yes. and forces who is really strategically engaged. And I would like to invite also American ambassador to Poland to be our guest. He yes. is a special person because he's a son of Zbigniew Brzeziński, who was a famous national security advisor uh, in the United States. And Mika Brzeziński, his daughter, leads CNBC News. I believe it's on CNBC. So we'll be inviting some interesting people. Yes, definitely. Uh, so they will yes. hear more from us because during the week, I will blast social media to let them know what's coming up for us here. And as I said, Lady Rocket, who is our absolutely wonderful guest here and we'll have full power on every topics and there are very interesting topics coming up uh, for us so i'm very excited and as you can see with the beautiful it's a gorgeous gorgeous sweater yes. you're so lucky i'm not so, near you because i will take it from you <laughs> let me just quickly show you this beautiful courtyard sure you can see it this is this is, by the way, a beautiful library that is also a cultural centerpiece. And right behind me, you can see a little oh, bit of beautiful. the mountains. Yes. And we are uh, very close to Malibu, which is my other 
community. Uh, so, you know, we are tucked away in this beautiful uh, California lifestyle that war seems to be so far away I from know. and we have our beautiful, comfortable, uh, gorgeous lifestyle. But this is exactly what should motivate us to step outside of level of comfort and find your unique way to be counted on and to be, be a part. And let me just walk a little bit faster and I will get to the very special place. Yes. Uh, very appropriate to conclude our our event. Broadcast I cannot, I don't yes. know if you oh, can see. Oh my goodness. But yes. there is an American flag, California flag. Yes. Okay, if you can see it. Yes, I can. So. It's beautiful. Yes, so thank you so much and love to everybody. And, uh, oh, by the way, I have at 11 o'clock on the Twitter uh, also a session about Ukraine. So some of you can join us. And Emma, maybe you can stop by too and be my yes, guest. Yes, I will. I will. At 11 o'clock, the Ukraine war and Poland, I believe this is the title. Okay, uh, yes. So I shortly, I will see you again. And it will be like half an hour only, but... Uh, I have a following on Twitter, so I, I wanted to address my well, friends. good. There. Exactly. We're addressing everybody. So thank you so much, Lady Rocket. And we'll see you tomorrow for the NFT LA yes. Expo. And check out Copernic Space and Glenn Blazer will be also joining our, our sessions. This incredible CEO of Copernic Space, third generation space family an American 20 miles away from the Ukrainian border with a little son, Odysseus. By the way, Odysseus is a great, great, great grandson of President Ulysses Grant. So there's American uh, president descendant living now in Zamość, Poland. That's wonderful. That is beautiful. So thank you, Lady Rocket. Thank you. Bye. Peace to everybody. Bye-bye. <laughs>